Have you ever wondered if God really knows what you're going through? Let's dig into the Word and see how we can power up our lives by developing a habit of daily prayer. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals God is ready and waiting to communicate with us about every aspect of our lives. Hello and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Annie Yorty, author of From Ignorance to Bliss, God's Heart Revealed Through Down Syndrome. I'm an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from James chapter 5, verses 13 through 20. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. Are any of you suffering hardships? You should pray. Are any of you happy? You should sing praises. Are any of you sick? You should call the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. Elijah was as human as we are, and yet when he prayed earnestly that no rain would fall, none fell for three and a half years. Then, when he prayed again, the sky sent down rain and the earth began to yield its crops. My dear brothers and sisters, if someone among you wanders away from the truth and is brought back, you can be sure that whoever brings the sinner back from wandering will save that person from death and bring about the forgiveness of many sins. Did the question at the beginning of our Bible encouragement resonate with you? Are you suffering hardships today? Or perhaps today is a good day and you feel completely happy and at ease. Most likely, as a mom of a child with special needs and abilities, you're somewhere in between. Whatever your situation, this passage from James delivers an important message about the power of prayer. Quite often, when I ask someone about how frequently they pray, 
they cast their eyes around and hang their head. Oh, yes, I pray, they'll mutter, when I find the time. I'm a busy mom, too, so I totally get it. I've had many ups and downs in my prayer life. For those who might be new to prayer, let's pause and make sure we understand what James is talking about. Prayer is how we communicate with God. We may speak out loud, or our words may be inside our head. We can pray in the morning, evening, or any time in between. Sometimes we recite a memorized prayer or simply say it in our own words. One of my favorite ways to pray is to turn scripture into a petition to God. Even a song can be a prayer. Whatever method we use, prayer is our hearts talking and listening to God's heart. Why is it important for a mom to stay connected to God's heart? I've had all kinds of jobs in my life, and by far, mothering is the most challenging. I've also found it holds the most opportunity for rewards. Because of all the unknowns, at times it can be downright frustrating and scary. But God knows everything about our children and about us. He can guide us according to his perfect knowledge and will. Why wouldn't we want to connect with him as much as possible along this journey? However you would rate the quality and quantity of your prayer time, allow this message from James to spur you on to greater communication with the God of the universe. He longs to hear from you and will prove he not only listens, but he also answers and intervenes on our behalf in his perfect timing. James describes four situations in which we should run to God in prayer. First, he tells us to pray about our own circumstances, in happiness or hardship, in sickness and in health. We should pray to God. He wants us to welcome his presence into every circumstance. He weeps with us when we mourn and he rejoices with us when we celebrate. He will provide for our needs in his perfect timing. Knowing he is always with us gives us comfort and security. By our example, our children will also learn to rely on God in every circumstance. Second, James tells us to recruit others to surround us with prayer when we are sick. This would include both physical sickness as well as the spiritual sickness of sin. Are you part of a church fellowship? We need the support of God's family. In particular, we should ask the elders of the church to pray over us and our children when we are struggling physically or spiritually. I know transparency like that is hard. It's a risk to expose our reality to others. But in that exposure, we often find help and healing from God. Third, we can pray for the needs of others. If a friend confides in you about a problem, be a faithful prayer warrior for her. Lift her up to God and pray for provision. Of course, our children also need our constant prayers. 
Sometimes we feel at a loss to know how to help or guide them. Or we may know what they need, but they are resistant or disobedient. Cast these cares on God and he will carry them for you. Finally, James tells us we can pray for people who don't yet know the Lord. As a mom, my most fervent prayer is for my kids to know and trust Jesus. Just think, your prayers might be a catalyst that brings someone, including your children, back from the brink of death. Your prayers may point the way to Jesus, who will draw them from darkness into glorious eternal light and life through the forgiveness of their sins. What an amazing privilege to partner with God in this way. James lifts Elijah the prophet as an example of faithful prayer we can follow. He was nothing special or extra spiritual, yet God allowed his prayers to control the rain. James tells us God will make our prayers effective too. So how will you respond to God's call to prayer? Will you invite the powerful God of the universe into your everyday life? Can you humble yourself and admit your need for him? I hope you will develop a habit to step out of life's busyness and devote some time to connecting and powering up with God every day. Let's pray. Father, I confess I have sometimes allowed prayer to move down on my list of priorities but I know you desire to hear from me and to join me in all of life's circumstances. I invite you into my joys and sorrows, my struggles and pain, and my sickness and health. I ask you to increase my desire to pray to you every day so I can know you better and be an example of faithfulness to my children. I pray in the name of Jesus, my intercessor. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.